the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Victory Lane with Reverend Lawrence Gray Sr., Associate Minister of Grace Bible Fellowship, Antioch, California, where Kirkland A. Smith is the senior pastor. Now, Victory Lane. Good morning. Welcome to Victory Lane. I'm your host, Reverend Lawrence Gray. Come with us now as we travel down the highway of life through the preaching and the teaching of the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying world, recruiting sinners who do not know Jesus in the pardon of their sins while encouraging believers to remain steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor in the Lord is not in vain. We're going to continue with our teaching on the subject matter, the last days and judgment day. You know, you don't hear about this in church too much, you know, because I'm going to tell you why you don't hear because people don't want to shake you up. People don't want you to be afraid. People don't want people not to come back to church. People don't want people to be discouraged. People don't want that, you know, and I understand that. However, the word of God must go forth. And all you pastors who avoid this subject matter, you got to answer to God for yourself, you know. You know, you got to preach the whole word, you know, in season and out of season. I, I, I commend you, to, Paul says, I tell you, Timothy, I charge you, Timothy, to preach the word in season, out of season. For the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine, but heap to themselves, having itching ears, having teachers to, to teach what I want to teach and uh, uh, what I want to hear. You know, make me feel good. Give me some motivational stuff. Tell me how God's going to bless me. Tell me how I'm going to uh, uh, be blessed. Tell me how uh, to be self-improvement with God. All of that is good. But you got to tell the whole You got to tell the whole truth. The whole truth. You just can't pick what you want. You know, God has called you to a higher calling to, to tell the whole truth. And the people of God need to know this. You know why? Because some of them need to be scared. Some of them need to be preached to like that. Some of them need to get the hell preached out of them because that's where they're on their way to. And they're sitting in your congregation. And you say nothing. There's a big fat elephant in the room. Pink. Called. Sin. You got to expose the elephant. I came up in church, you know, I, I, I said this before, I came up in a very devout Christian family. My mother and father were very devout Christians and all the children and all the children had to learn the Bible. We, Everyone had to sit down at the table and say a Bible verse and you couldn't say the same one. Everyone had to learn a Bible verse. Everyone had to uh, study their Sunday school lesson and come before mama and daddy and tell what the lesson is. Uh, before before we go to church every Saturday night that happened as we got our clothes ready and if you didn't know it you had to go back downstairs and study it and if you come back again and didn't know it you was in some trouble 
So we had to do that. I had to do that from nine years old to, to 16. I got tired of church. I swore to God I wasn't coming to church. No, I got tired of church. I cried. I ain't coming to church when I get 18. Mama, I'm, I'm through. Mama said, okay, but you're going to go while you're here. But anyway, I said that to say this, that train up a child in the way it should go. And, and St. John Missionary Baptist Church of, of, of San Francisco, Pastor Reverend J. Morgan, we had a village. We had a village of, of people who 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 uh, nourished the young people and taught us well. And through that teaching, uh, the, the word of God infested itself in me, and I couldn't run from it. I had to answer this call. I didn't want to be a preacher. I had to answer my call when God called me. And, and, and you know, like I said before, I named some brothers and sisters who, who got called. I, I, I miss Reverend Ricky Farley and, and, and Reverend Hamilton. They also got called. We, I think we, I think St. John turned out about twelve, eight, nine preachers, maybe more. I don't know. But I thank God. I thank God for the revelation that he's given me in his word to study, study his word. Somebody said, what theology school did you go to? None. What seminary school did you go to? None. But I was raised with a village and surrounded myself behind biblical village people and steady and steady and steady. And that's why God can use me the way he does, okay? No brag is just a fact. Let's turn to, to our book in Revelation. We're talking about the coming of Jesus Christ. He's not coming. Let me tell you something. You know, he came before as a babe in a manger. He's not coming as a babe in a, in a manger. He's not coming like that, like he, like he came before. It's going to be treacherous. It's going to be spectacular. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be unbelievable when Jesus comes back. So you need to, as the old folks say, get your house in order. You need to get your house in order, get your life in order, because it ain't going to be like, it ain't going to be like the way he came. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Prince of Peace, the Everlasting Father, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his reign shall be forever. He ain't coming like that. He ain't coming as a babe in the manger. He's coming back as Jesus the Christ. Let's check it out. Revelation 1, 1 through 3. The revelation of Jesus Christ. Of who? Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him. Who? Who did God give it to? Unto him. To show unto you his servants things which must surely come to pass. And he sent and signified by his angel unto his servant John. So, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Y'all people, some of y'all people got this wrong. Y'all call John the Revelator. John is not the Revelator. First, first, the first verse says it. The revelation of who? Jesus Christ. Who's the revelation of who? Jesus Christ. Which God gave unto who? Him. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is the Revelator. To show unto his servants things which must surely come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servant John. John wrote it. Jesus is the revelator of revelation, FYI. Who bear record of the word of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ and of all things that he saw. John, writing what he saw. Blessed is he that read it and they that hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written therein for the time is at hand. Revelation is a deep book. 
I'm not going to go all the way through Revelation. I'm going to get to the bottom line in it. Revelation 1, verse 7 and 8. Behold, he cometh with clouds, and every eye shall see him. And they also which pierced him, and all kindreds of the earth shall wail because of him. Even so, amen, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, said the Lord, which is and which was and which is to come, the Almighty. Behold, he said, he cometh with the clouds, and every eye shall see him, everyone will see him, all kindreds of the earth, all people of the earth. And all shall well because of him. Ah! <laughs> Jesus is coming. <laughs> well, there's going to be a lot of wailing. I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, said the Lord. Which is he, which, which is, which was, and which is to come, the Almighty, Jesus Christ. He's coming back. Revelation 7 and 8 says, Behold, he's coming, and every eye shall see him. Everyone's going to see him. Everyone's going to see him, all kindreds of the earth. Let's go to Revelation 19. It's going to be a treacherous day. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be scary, but it's going to be real good for the Christians, those who are born again, whose name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Revelation 19 and 11 says, And I saw heaven open, and behold, a white horse. And he that sat upon him was called faithful and true, and in righteousness he do judge and make war. Jesus Christ, I saw him on a white horse, called faithful and true, and in righteousness he do judge and make war. Number 12, his eyes was as a flame of fire, in his head were many crowns, and he had a name written that no man knew but himself. Jesus the Christ is coming back, and this is how he is coming. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is the Word of God, Jesus Christ. And the armies which were in heaven followed him upon white horses, clothed in fine linen, white and clean. He's coming with an army of terrestrial beings from heaven, followed him on white horses, coming out the clouds on white horses, coming down, clothed in fine white linen. Jesus Christ. Verse 15, Revelation 19. And out of his mouth go the sharp sword, that with it he should smite the nations. It's going to be bad. And he shall rule them with a rod of iron. And he treadeth the winepress of fierceness and wrath of Almighty. He's going to be angry. Come to set things straight. Come to get the world. Judge the world. And he had on his vesture, meaning his clothing, and on his thigh, a name written, which is what? King of kings and Lord of lords. He's coming back. What's going to happen when he gets here? Go back to Revelation 6.
Revelation 6, 12 and 13. Remember Jesus said in Matthew 24, the sun shall shall be darkened as sackcloth and the moon shall turn to blood. Here, Here is the fulfillment of it when he comes back. Revelation 12, 6 and 12. And I beheld when he had opened the sixth seal and lo, there was a great earthquake, a great earthquake, a great one, not like the ones we have, a great earthquake. An earthquake in which we have never heard or seen in life. A great earthquake. And after, and after that, the sun became black as sad cloth of hair. And the moon became as blood. It's going to be unbelievable. It's going to be scary if your name is not written in the book of life. Because something else is going to happen. And the stars of heaven fell unto the earth, even as a fig tree casts her untimely figs, which is shaken of a mighty wind. Let's look at this. A great earthquake. That's what's going to happen. The sun going to be black like sackcloth of air, and the moon became as blood. All of this, all of these things are going to happen. And the stars fell from heaven. They're just going to fall out of heaven. Verse 14, and the heavens departed as a scroll when it's rolled together and every mountain and island were moved out of their places. And heaven departed like a scroll when it's rolled together. In other words, the sky is going to roll up like a scroll. And every mountain and island were moved out of its place. What? How's that? I'm going to show you. Listen. And the kings of the earth and the great men and the rich men and the chief captains and the mighty men and every bondman and every free man hid themselves in dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Everyone is running, trying to hide from Jesus. Everybody. Rich men, poor men, bondmen, every free man hid themselves in dens and in the rocks and, and, and of the mountains. And what did they say? Verse 16. And said to the mountains and the rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the wrath of the Lamb. The mountains and the islands are going to be skipping out of place. And people are going to be running to him, fall on us, hide us, hide us. From the face of him that sitteth on the throne. Who is that? Jesus Christ. And from the wrath of the Lamb. From his anger. From his fierceness. Hide us. That's what they're saying. And then it said verse 17. For the great day of his wrath is come. And who shall be able to stand? The great day of his wrath of judgment is coming. Who shall be able to stand? Huh? Huh? Let's go back to Revelation 22. 22. 12. Jesus is talking. Behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to every man according as his work shall be. Remember, Jesus wrote the Revelation and gave it to John. He's talking to John. 
And then John writes this. He's telling them personally, and behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me to give every man according as his work shall be. Everyone according to your lifestyle and what you have lived. Verse 13, I am Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. I am God Almighty. I am the beginning and the end, Alpha and Omega. That's what he's saying. I am the beginning and the end. Then he says, verse 14. Revelation 22. Blessed are they that do his commandments. Those who live a godly Christian life that they may have a right to the tree of life. That's what's going to happen. We're going to have eternity and may enter in through the cities. Through, enter, through, enter in through the gates into the city. Going to enter in the gates of the city. Twelve gates in the city. Three gates in the east. Three gates in the west. Three gates in the north. Twelve gates in the city. Great big beautiful city they used to sing. Hallelujah. In the city. Guess who ain't going there? Verse 15. For without our dogs. You ain't getting in there. Sorcerers. You're not getting in. Black magic people. You're not getting in. Whoremongers. You're not getting in. Murderers. You're not getting in. Isolators. Not getting in. And whosoever loveth and maketh a lie are not getting or going to heaven. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I'm sending it to you to let you know I am the root and the offspring of David, the bright and morning star. I am Jesus, the Christ. I come quickly. Romans 14.10 But why does thou judge thy brother? We can't judge nobody. And why do thou set a, 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 a nod against thy brother? For we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. You can't judge nobody. We're all going to be standing at the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. Philippians 2. On that day, I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in Jesus. I don't believe in God. You will believe on that day because Philippians 2 and 10 says, But God made him a no reputation. And took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men, Jesus Christ. And being found in passion as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross, Jesus Christ. Wherefore, the Son of God, wherefore, God also hath highly exalted him and given a name, given him a name which is above every name, Jesus Christ. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and things of earth and things under the earth. Jesus Christ. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. 
to the glory of the Father. You will confess he is Lord. He's saying that. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ. Wherefore, my beloved, as ye have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence. Follow the word of God. Follow truth. Follow righteousness. Live holy. Be ye holy, for I am holy. Work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. Reverence, reverence unto God and trembling. For it is God which worketh in you both to will and to do of his good pleasure. Do righteous, live righteous, because he's coming back. To be absent from the body is to be in the presence of the Lord. For we all shall stand before the judgment seat of Christ. 2 Corinthians 5th chapter. Pretty quiet out there. I, I, can, I can hear you now. I can hear your silence. I can hear your silence. God be the glory. 2 Corinthians 5 and 8. Therefore, no. For we are confident, I say, and willing rather to be absent from the body and to be present with the Lord. That's what's going to happen. When we leave out of this body, 2 Corinthians 5, 8 and 9. Wherefore we labor that whether present or absent, we may be accepted of him. We want to be with the Lord. We want to be with God. We want to be with Jesus. That's why when we pass away, we say to be absent from the body is to be in the presence of the Lord. Ecclesiastes 12 and 14. We also have to learn the books of the Bible. We have to learn the Beatitudes. We have to learn the 23rd Psalms. We have to learn the Lord's Prayer. It was mandatory. Every kid in the church knew that, at least in St. John. Ecclesiastes 12, 14. For God shall bring every work into judgment with every secret thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. Everything will be judged about your life, whether it be good or evil. That's between you or God. God is going to bring every work into judgment. Second Chronicles. And don't think you're getting away. You know, people say, well, cremate me and put my ashes, throw my ashes over the wilderness, throw my ashes in the ocean. Don't you think God, who made man, from the dust of the earth, can go get every spectacle of dust, wherever it may lay, and put it back together. You're not getting away. Everyone is going to give an account. No such thing. I'm getting cremated, and you're not going to meet your maker. You're going to meet him, and you're going to rise on that day of judgment and meet him for yourself. Second Corinthians 16 and 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth. God is looking to show himself strong in behalf of them whose heart is perfect toward him. Those who are living righteously, herein thou hast done foolishly. 
Therefore, from hence thou shalt have wars. God sees and knows everything. You can't hide from God. Now we're talking about judgment day. Okay? Here's what's going to happen. He, you, see, you see that he's coming in the clouds. You see you have armies of heaven with him. You see he's coming to judge the quick and the dead, the living and the dead. You see this. The, uh, the, the mountains and the islands are going to skip out of place. People are going to be running and wailing and screaming, saying, hide me from the angry God, for the day of his wrath have come. They're going to be saying, fall on us. Hide us from God. Hide us from Jesus Christ. Judgment day is here. There'll be no place to hide. There'll be no place to run. There'll be nowhere to go. You will be judged on that day. That's it. That's all. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Tune in next week. God bless you. God keep you. Join us next week as Reverend Ray continues his teaching. You can hear all Reverend Gray's teachings at Gospel1190.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.